thank you lord jesus only you have the word of life oh god and we trust you oh god that you feed us until we are so full in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name i pray amen the gospel is all about good news the gospel is all about good news whosoever preached to you will really determine whether you are enjoying christianity or not whosoever your association or your prayer group the denomination you attend the people you listen to will really go a long way in determining whether <laughs> whether you are enjoying your christianity or not and yesterday night yesterday actually after the morning prayer yesterday I did a couple of things and then I slept and then I had a dream where I saw uh, one of my big bro and funniest part is this when I got saved when I got saved in 2012 I was just a young guy then and I'm like okay 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 Solomon you want to start early in the morning I'm recording you're always happening in every of my recording and the only thing people know about you is the fact that you are single Solomon please not this morning I've done free advertisement for you that you are single, you are single. If you are still single, I've been doing advertisement for you. My brother is single. Solomon is single. Solomon is single. For the past one week, bro, and you are still single. Maybe the reason why you are still single is because you keep disturbing those those that are not single. They are the ones that should pray for you. Now you just appeared again in the first few minutes of my video, of my audio. Lord, I mercy upon Solomon. Lord, I mercy upon Solomon. By the way, Solomon is one of our good brothers in Nigeria who is single. He's tall, he's, he's not dark, he's, he's handsome. We are still praying for him. We are still praying for him. May God help him. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Alright, and then when I got saved, I was just a young guy who loved God. And by the way, I didn't get saved because they preached to me. And then I got saved because my dad was always telling us then, anytime we do something at home, he would tell us, you guys, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you know what? I'll make sure you guys get baptized. So daddy always threatened us with baptism at home then. Because my daddy had the notion that maybe if we if we had baptism, if we were all baptized at home, maybe we all become good child. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, like anytime we do something at home, like ah, hey, in car, you're doing this. Okay, you know what? I'll tell Pastor, you guys must get you must get baptized. And for me as a young guy, um, I don't know too many things about God, but I know if you get baptized, you have to be serious with your life. So I was always running from baptism then because in my head, in quote, I'm like, no. I want to enjoy the world, enjoy the world. And what was my own definition of enjoying the world then? Is the fact that I used to gamble with my friends. And I know the day I have my baptism, I know that's the end of gambling. So I wasn't ready to leave gambling. And I told you guys my story before, so I don't have time to get into it. But when I got saved, when I had my baptism, that day, at the end of the day, we had baptism. And so nobody really preached to me. They didn't tell me the gospel. They didn't tell me the things. Now that you are saved, what next? Nobody told me all of these things. But God brought somebody into my life. And I told you guys the story before. There's one of you that started with us when we started praying. And um, um, his name is um, Drafemi Okedeji. And, and when God brought him into my life, it was a turnaround for me. Because at that time, by the way, he's my uncle, literally. I mean, he's far way older than I am. And it, it has to be God sending su such a person to your life that is way older than you. I will not say, well, this little child. Let's go. So every time I'm always running after him, prophet me this, prophet me that, prophet me, let's pray together, prophet me what the Bible says, let's study together. So I was always running after him, we study together, we pray together. He, he was working then, I wasn't working. 
So at times we'll have video together and the next day I have to go to work and then at times I'll go to his house to go and sleep in his house all because I just want to love God. I just love this God. And I love the way he is serving God. So I'm like, God, no. I, I, I love this brother and I love the way he loves you so I must spend time with him to learn everything from him. Because by that time, I was not in school yet. That's when the, that year where jam jam me. You know, <laughs> whenever you jam jam you and you're crying, God, no. I wasn't crying. And for the space of one year, consistently, I learned so many things from him. And he made it easy for me. His arms were open. And in fact, I play piano. To, sorry, I play piano. I play bass guitar. I play drums. And, and bass is my major. Bass guitar is my major. He taught me how to play bass. Rafael McKinney taught me how to play bass. He, he, he helped my spiritual life. He helped, he helped everything. He made me met, meet so many people then. So many other instrumentalists then. And because I always walk around with him. And he's very popular then in our church. And we used to have all these joints with him. Because I always walk around with him, I became popular. The people began to know me. Oh my God, my God! And he gave me leverage at times. Some of his platform, we're supposed to play bass. He just give me those platform. God just using for that season of my life. I'm so grateful to God for meeting him. He's, he's a blessing. There's no way I can share my story tomorrow that I've not mentioned his name. And then after a while, I gained admission to school, and I needed to <laughs> move to the next stage in my life. It was hard, but I needed to move and. At times, God will do the same thing for some of you. You get too comfortable with a circle and then you think that's the peak of spirituality and God will say, no, that's not the peak and then he will push you to a place like Malaysia. We have somebody from Malaysia. My wife's from Malaysia. <laughs> Where you don't know anybody, it's just you, yourself, and yourself and then, how do you want to go, bro? <laughs> so God will start building you again, start teaching you another level. If God wants to take you to another dimension, it will almost be as if for a season of your life, you're the only one in that place that know God. And then when I got to Poliba, I'm like, God, you know what? <laughs> and I always, myself and himself, Brother Femi used to chat. I was like, Brother Femi, I miss all those times I used to pray together because now it's just me. I don't have anybody to pray with the first few months. So I had to go to the prayer hour. I said, God, I need a friend. And that's why people like Bidemi came into my life again. And then the journey continued. After Poliba, then again, we left. So my journey started with Brother Femi. After Brother Femi, then Bidemi came into my life. And then. After Bidemi, Bidemi didn't live my own life. He, he continued. <laughs> you know, the story of me and myself is like the story of Naomi and Ruth. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. And, but the journey has been so amazing. And so yesterday I had a dream about Brother Femi. And I was like, okay, God, I'll reach out to him. And, and then I just buzzed him. Hey, bro, how are you? And funniest part, I was already sleeping. It was around midnight. That was two hours ago, actually. Literally two hours ago or two and a half hours ago. I already told Bidemi that, bro, I want to go and sleep. But he just reminded me, oh, Brother Femi. So I, I just buzzed him and said, Hey, bro, how are you? Then he replied immediately. So my eyes popped open again. And then we started chatting and he started talking about old times. I'm like, Bro, thank you so much for what you've done for me. Thank you so much for the impact you've given to my life. You've been amazing. And that's the truth. If the foundation is being destroyed, what should the righteous do? I'm so glad I started on a good foundation. So I want you to help me celebrate Brother Femi. He's on the group right now because that's a long story. Everybody even just say, Thank you, Brother Femi. Thank you, Brother Femi. I'm, I'm going to tag him so you can tag him as well. Because that's if the foundation is being destroyed, there's nothing the righteous can do. But he he, he didn't see me as oh, this young guy. It's always disturb. Ah, I can ask questions, no guys. I disturb people a lot. And we got talking, and we we're talking about the old times. I'm like, oh bro, how's it going? Blah blah blah. I said, do I hear from this person? I said, no, I'm not from in a long while. I said, by the way, bro, you still have me or anytime you want us to pray. I'm game, bro. Because no, no. It, it was funny then I, I could call Brother Femi my prayer partner. He was way, in fact, he was way older than I am. He was way older. 
I was probably 16 then, so he was probably he was way older than I am. He's married now with kids, and but I was I was never mind. If he could, if God could send him into my life at that time, and, and God is bringing me again to this season of my life at this time of my life, I think the least I can do is just to celebrate him. Thank you so much, Rafemi, for all you do. Thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you so much. I celebrate you, and thank you so much. Thank you so much. So we got talking. I'm like, okay, bro. By the way, we pray every day. We pray every morning, bro. He said, hey, he said, peace. Okay, how do I join you guys? I said, sure, sure, sure. I just added to the group. Okay, I said, okay, we pray, blah, blah, blah. I said, sure, add me to the group. See, see that passion of over, that was over seven years ago. I see, see that zeal. And should I, should I tell you something? A family that prays together sticks together. And that zeal has been dead then. It's still here now. It's still there now. And I'm so grateful to God. I celebrate you, sir. Thank you so much for all you do. Thank you so much for all you do, and thank you so much. Thank you so much. So my my life journey has been so simple. Started from Buffemi to Bidemi, from Bidemi to uh, I think to Canada, from Canada to my family in two spirituality Canada. Yeah, but God has been awesome, by the way. Thank you so much, Buffemi. Okay, so we've been on the Bible tour, guys. Bible tour and matthew chapter 1 chapter 2 chapter 3 to matthew chapter 23 yesterday and today we are continuing the matthew chapter 24 matthew chapter 24 and we're gonna scan through it matthew chapter 24 is also direct it's more like matthew chapter 10 matthew chapter 10 is direct matthew chapter 10 talks about god commissioning the apostles the matthew chapter there's this other matthew that is direct i think matthew chapter 23 yeah it's also direct he's just talking about the seven woes to the pharisees and Sadducees and then Matthew chapter 24 is also direct because it literally talks about the number of things that will happen in the end time. Number of things that will happen in the end time. And then we're going to consider it in a, in a second. But before we do, I've said this before, you see the Bible will become boring to you until you start bringing Jesus from each chapters of the Bible. And I told you guys this before. In the Old Testament, the picture of Jesus were littered everywhere in the Old Testament. Littered everywhere in the Old Testament. Littered everywhere in the Old Testament. Okay, people are still thanking Brother Femio. Yeah, so guys, he taught me how to play bass guitar. And then, if you if you see me play bass before, I know you'll be thrilled by the way I play. He's, he's Brother Femio. He taught, he gave me musical interest. He made me fall in love with music. And I know if I play now, it's always like, bro, I know, yeah. I mean, I'm a fast learner. And yeah, but honestly, he has, he has blessed my life. I'm emotional. <laughs> my God, I'm emotional. Yeah, so Matthew chapter 24 talks about the fact that um, Jesus talking about the fact that a number of things that will happen in the end time. And so we'll look into some of those things very shortly. Uh, but before we do, like I said, like if the more, you see, the more you see Jesus in the in the in the Bible, the more it comes alive to you. Some of you you have a new Bible, you've not even marked your Bible at all. You've not marked your Bible at all, you've not done anything to your Bible at all, and and <laughs> And you're, you've been saying, God, when will I start reading my Bible? Some of you just have your Bible. Why? If, if you don't have, if you're not ready to see Jesus in your Bible, it will be that book you read when you want to go and sleep at night. You know that? You know, some of you can't find sleep and then go and read your Bible so that sleep can come. God will have mercy upon you. So I showed you in the Old Testament the story of Joseph. Joseph was sold. Jesus was sold. Joseph was sold by his brothers. Jesus was sold by 